Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino. dot com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. Eighteen plus. Hi, John Schwab here, and welcome to a very special episode of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, Episode Seven of our Come From Away series. Welcome to the Rock. Rarely have we had the opportunity to take you on a real deep dive into a show like we have been doing with this series. In this episode, you'll hear from the Come From Aways, the inhabitants of Gander, and the cast members from the West End and Broadway, including Ganderite Sheriff Oz Fudge. You're part of the Come From Away family now. You're part of the Newfoundland family, so that's the reason why we do it. Broadway actress Astrid Van Weeren. I think the wonderful thing is that David and Irene became such good friends with these people that they just came off the page. And West End Company member David Shannon. It's not just a hit show. It's like, it's a wonderful show to be part of. And many, many more. And if you didn't know already, Come From Away tells the true story of when 38 planes and thousands of passengers were diverted to this tiny community in Newfoundland on the northeast corner of North America, and people were invited into、uh, the locals' homes. They were given everything, fed, housed,、uh, and people changed their lives there. They fell in love.、Uh, they they made lifelong friendships, and it's this extraordinary story of kindness set against the backdrop of this terrible tragedy. You just heard the voice of David Hine, one of the writers of Come From Away. But why is this musical such a runaway success? What is it about the stories of people from a small rural community on a Canadian island and the actors that portray them on stage that makes a compelling show that's a global hit? Find out in this series of Welcome to the Rock. Welcome to the Rock. Come from Away shares the incredible real-life story of the 7,000 airline passengers from all over the world who were grounded in Canada during the wake of 9/11, and the small Newfoundland community that invited these Come From Aways into their lives. As uneasiness turned into trust and music swirled into the night, gratitude grew into friendships, and their stories became a celebration of hope, humanity, and unity. We've had a fantastic time bringing you the story behind Come From Away in the previous episodes of this series, from David Hine and Irene Sankoff talking about a little idea they had for a musical, all the way to the Broadway and West End openings via a launch party at the Canadian Embassy in London. 
And in our penultimate episode of the series, we look forward to bringing you closer to some more of the real-life characters from Come From Away and some of the people that play them on both sides of the Atlantic. That's right, you're going to hear from the real people that inspired the musical and hear it straight from the source, the stories that ended up in Come From Away. In this episode, we're introducing you to Harry Morrison and Sheriff Oz Fudge, David Shannon and Kevin Turf, otherwise known as the Gay Lumberjack, and from both Jenna Boyd and Astrid Van Weeren, who play Beulah Cooper in the West End cast and on Broadway, respectively. Again, we start out by asking the cast members if they had any idea about the story behind Come From Away. I think it was a personal experience, wasn't it? That was the thing. It was a very personal experience for everybody, anywhere, of where they were at that moment. Mm-hmm. You didn't really think about what happened. Yeah, it's not, you you know about where the pebble drops, but not yeah. where the ripples went. I know a little bit about it because I'm Canadian, so I had heard a bit about what was happening in Gander uh, and St. John's and other places, especially on the East Coast with the, the grounding of the planes. Yeah. Um, so I had a sense of it, but really it was something that kind of got a bit buried and tucked away that I sort of re-remembered when we were... We were working on the piece, but it makes sense that people would be not thinking about those things because tragedy makes you myopic. I think you see the thing in front of you, you see the horrible thing, and so now there's been enough time. I think that the thing that's great about it is we have that distance of time and almost like being able to look above it and see the other things that were happening. I mean, I don't know about you lot. When I certainly when I went to audition to the audition, they all smiled, you know, nicely at me when I said Newfoundland. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. a place called Newfoundland. You see something like, twitching in the background. Yeah. 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 That, that knowing smile. That Understand knowing Newfoundland. Smile. Yeah. Knowing With smile. so little known about the events that took place in Newfoundland, it was imperative that the cast members did their research, and in many cases, they got to meet their real-life counterparts before playing them on stage. The upside is that the actors got to make their own lasting relationships with the real people from the story. We've been lucky enough to meet um, our real counterparts, mm-hmm. and it was a joy. We met some people when we were over in Dublin, and then a larger group came over when we were in when we were doing press mm-hmm. here in London, and um, yeah, it was great. They took me out for a coffee. They took. They said. They said. Um, do you want to go out for a? Do you want? Should we go out for some lunch? We should meet for some lunch with Oz, and we. Um, uh, and they said, yeah, we, we've seen this really nice place. <laughs> and we walked from their hotel and we found it. And we were standing in front of this really nice place they found. And they took me to Acosta. I got to meet Beulah when we went to Gander as well. Beulah and Diane. So my main character I play is Beulah Davis. And she's a combination of Beulah Cooper, who still to this day has that beautiful relationship with Hannah O'Rourke, who we also have all gotten to know that family. I've gotten to go to Rescue 2 with some of the my fellow castmates and hang out for a day with a fireman and hang out with Kevin's widow and just, you know, f- find out a bit more about him, which uh, makes it harder and also more complete to have a real picture of who's being, who's being lost and Portrayed. who you're talking about. Yeah. And uh, the other character that kind of is mixed in there is Diane Davis and all the other teachers from Gander Academy. So meeting them it was kind of like we had this big kind of dinner which was like a combination almost prom award show the the ambassador was there it was in the in the international lounge of the airport and so it was kind of like a yeah wedding prom kind of thing so I got to meet Beulah and Diane there and and Beulah was wearing almost the exact same outfit I was which was bizarre the same colors the same things and she just you know just took me and it was like a family reunion of sorts um, yeah, I met I met Kevin. I met Kevin quite a few times now. He's in um, Dublin, and he's been over here. And yeah, we spoke a lot before, um, even during rehearsals. I think we spoke quite a few times. So 
Um, yeah, he's uh, he's got an interesting suit for opening nights, uh, which is akin to my lumberjack uh, shirt. Uh, so um, he's he's an interesting character, and they're all interesting. And I, I obviously haven't met President Bush yet. I'm, I'm still waiting for that call. But uh, and Garth, my bus driver, is based on a guy called Art, who I haven't met. And I've also obviously met Kevin Jay as well, the two. So they're 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 quite a good double act when we do interviews mm. and stuff as well. When we all four of us do interviews together yeah. so I mean it's it's become a massive part of his life speaking of the Kevins being a double act we got to sit down with the two Kevins when we returned to Canada House for the come from away press day right before they opened in the West End we spoke about their experience of finding out their story was going to be part of a musical You'll hear Kevin J first, and then Kevin T about halfway through. What really came across while speaking to them was how proud they were to be part of Come From Away. I kind of found out about it by accident. Yeah, you can tell this. I found out about it perusing the internet one night, and it was Colin 1 and Colin 2 then. I thought, oh, somebody wrote a musical about Gander, how nice. And I read on a little bit longer, there's a couple, Colin 1 and Colin 2, and I read on a little bit, and saw some things that were distinctly me and <laughs> called uh, Caesar Samayoa, who originated the role on Broadway. I mean, reached out to him through his website and said, I think you're playing me in a musical. And uh, so he was excited. He had, I was one of the only, he was one of the only person who hadn't met his, his, his counterpart. So I flew out to Seattle and saw it supposedly once, but ended up three times, and it was staggering. The first night I couldn't sleep, um, saw it with Beverly Bass, who is not here today, is she? Um, but as it's gone on, we've gotten to know all these people. There, there are people in Newfoundland that we still keep in touch with, and, but uh, and there are, there are a few real people around here who, who knew each other from back then, but we didn't know any of them. Right, right. And uh, they've truly become a second family. I think you're going to hear that term a lot today. In fact, uh, next month will be six years ago when I saw the, the show for the very first time at Sheridan College in Toronto. And I was the only American for some reason. You know, if somebody called you and said, hey, we wrote a musical and you're in it, don't you think you'd go? You know, I, I don't know what happened to the others, but... I went and I saw it and I wept and it was so accurate, the portrayal of what was happening. And uh, But I thought, well, this is great and this is the last time I'll see it again because only Disney shows make it on Broadway and this is not a Disney show. And so I really never expected to see it go beyond that college production. But it was just like a snowball and it started in the west coast of the U.S. and now it's growing and now I've got four doppelgangers and it's just kind of unreal, but, uh, but it, it, it has been life-changing for sure. Oz Fudge was also surprised at the show's progress from Sheridan College to Broadway. He had no idea how special it would turn out to be when the show's writers traveled to Gander during events to commemorate the 10th anniversary of 9-11. David and Irene came to Gander uh, on the 10th anniversary and, and we were just told that there was this couple that's here just wants to interview, they're doing something for Sheridan College. So, much like I am now, I, I like to say a few stupid things and laugh and carry on. And so I did the interview and 
they sent me a video of the college students doing it, and that's that's what we thought it was going to be. Because how do you make a play out of soup and sandwiches? How do you do it? Yeah. You know, and 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 9 at, yeah. uh, at that. So, and then we started to hear that it was going to La Jolla and this place and this place. And next thing you know, we're told it's going to Broadway. And it's we're just sitting back down. Holy! But uh, uh, but uh, for me, to realize that this is something special is they brought it to Gander. Yeah. Now. The actors were up on the stage. Ten minutes before the play is, they're singing. Before they even finish their uh, last song, before they even start their last song, people are up, ovation, screaming and yelling, and the building was. And the actors were up there on the stage. Just they couldn't hear each other when the song was going on. They, could, they were saying they couldn't hear each other, and that's how uh, it was. And for me. That's when I really realized, oh my God, what an amazing, amazing musical that they've done. And I, and I guess for most Ganderites and most Newfoundlanders and Labradorians themselves, uh, to see this on stage. Because see, but we've always been the, the butt of the joke. We've always been the goofy Newfy, right? There's Newfy jokes, there's yeah. Newfy this, there's Newfy that. Uh, so, but we're a proud people too. No, we laugh at the jokes and we tell them ourselves, but we're a very proud people. And we were really worried about this play and how it was going to portray us. And if you could have been there to interview people when they come out of that community center, it was, oh my God, they've nailed us. They've yeah. got who we are, what we are, and how we are. Because this business of kindness, it's, it's, it's born in us, it's yeah. bred in us, it's, sure. you know, and, and people can't understand it. And I can't understand why they can't understand it. <laughs> Having started to meet their counterparts, the cast members began taking notice of the relationships between the Ganderites. My favourite relationship of the, of the real people is between Oz and Bueller, who are hysterical together. And Brian, I think, and Brian Mosier as well. Yeah, they, sure. they screeched us in, um, so yeah, and they were hilarious. Definitely. They were an absolute double act, Brian. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he knows how to, but, he, but the, um, you know, they know how to talk, and they, they've, they've spoken to a lot of people about their experiences since it happened. And um, the, the their outlook on it is such a unique outlook, um, which they don't. Which uh, originally, obviously, when it happened, they didn't see as special. So obviously, now over time, they're starting to see actually. Wow, people have really responded well to the way that we approached this when it all happened. Mm. Um, so they can now see, you know, more what what we see from an outside perspective. But it's um. It's really interesting to hear them talking about it because they just, they genuinely didn't think they did anything special. It was just what needed to be done yeah. at the time. The companies also started to notice the similarities between the cast members and the real-life Newfoundlanders. I think the wonderful thing is that David and Irene became such good friends with these people that they just came off the page and they cast it really well. So yeah. Yeah. We, we kind of met them and we got this sense of, oh my God, like when, when Gino met Oz, we were yeah. just like, 
oh my god, you're the same person. <laughs> yeah, the same true. stupid yeah. sense of humor. Right. You probably both make fart, fart noises to, yeah. to people, and and you, you almost look similar too. And and they just bonded like right away. Yeah. And then when we did the concert, wow. One of our favorite parts of doing this series has been talking with the real-life come-from-aways and the Ganderites and asking them about the stories that inspired what we see on stage. Stories like shops just giving things away to whoever needed it, and the tender moment of the time the plane people could finally see some news of what happened on that day as they were led off the airplanes. Uh, I had to go down there for something, and when I went in there, there was nothing left in the store. All the toothbrush, toothpaste, everything was all gone. And you go into uh, another local uh, drugstore, and it would be the same thing. They were just, people were just, come and take it. And, and, and I think that's one of the things that a lot of people don't understand. You didn't pay for anything. We do screechings, Brian and I do screechings. Uh, in Gander. I did it because you're my friend now. You're part of the Come From Away family now. You're part of the Newfoundland family. So and that's the reason why we do it. So after our, our school bus drops us off at the College North Atlantic and uh, we go inside, they were nice enough to set up televisions and that's when we finally see those images of the, uh, the planes hitting the World Trade Center. And it was, I mean for me it was quite unusual. I'd never had to rely on a stranger for a pillow to lay my head. And, uh, but I'll never forget a young man coming in the door about midnight, and he's got an inflatable air mattress, a double size with two pillows. And I thought, aha, I'm a, you know, Kevin and I, we can sleep on this inflatable air mattress instead of the concrete cold floor. Now we, we, we did, uh, there was a little bit of anxiety. It was a different age in 2001, where uh, a gay couple in a foreign country in a small town uh, there was a little bit of nervousness on my part about, you know, we, I just got this double air mattress. Could, are we going to sleep together? Or are we going to make somebody, you know, angry? And, um, but by that time, we didn't really care. And, um, but they are a very welcoming community. They've got a rainbow flag painted out on the street in front of City Hall there. Um, they, uh, and as the mayor says, people need help, you help them. It doesn't matter who you are, your religion, your sexual orientation. And isn't that how the world ought to operate? You just heard Oz Fudge talk about screech-ins. But what exactly is a screech-in? It's probably the liveliest of moments in the musical where members of the band join the company members on stage. Now there's a solemn old tradition for admission or audition to transition from a come from away to be a Newfoundlander. The only other way, at any rate, is pass away and pray to fate and wait to reincarnate as a Newfoundlander. Hey, hey, come on inside. Nothing better, nothing tried. Only a couple of people cried. You'll be a Newfoundlander. Hey, hey, sit down right here. Newfoundlander in a year. Try to ignore your doubts and fears. And you'll be a Newfoundlander. As you can hear, it's a massive tradition in Newfoundland to welcome Come From Aways into the community. Here's teacher and local resident Diane Davis, one of the Ganderites that makes up the character Beulah. So screech-in ceremony is um, not as traditional as many people think, but it's basically a ceremony that we use some of our New Newfoundland culture and a little bit of humor and some music to initiate a Come From Away. And there are many variations, but the most correct and proper variations would involve probably eating some bologna, definitely kissing a cod, 
and it just doesn't count unless you have a screech. And at the end, you're given a ceremony and you're considered an honorary Newfoundlander. Uh, we also consider you an ambassador and a member of our army. Screech is, uh, traditionally, uh, Newfoundland was settled because of the fishery and the way of preserving fish was salting fish because there was not refrigeration back in the day. And the salt fish was then traded all over the world, including to Jamaica. So the vessels would go to Jamaica and they would sell their salt fish. And rather than coming back empty, they would come back with molasses and screech. And I'm not sure which is consumed more in Newfoundland, but they are both very traditional and that's where Screech comes from. It's a variation on a Jamaican rum. A quick question about another great moment of the show. What exactly is fish with cheese? Cado gratin is fish with cheese. It's fish in a nice a creamy sauce like a bechamel. If you're going to go all out, you might put a couple kinds of cheese on it and you bake it in the oven and it's delicious. And what about the Virgin Airlines captain that makes two very brief but very strong appearances in the show? Here's actress Jenna Boyd, who got to dig a little deeper into the moment with her real-life counterpart. It came out of interviews, apparently, mm. with Diane Davis, who my character is a, a composite of, mm. her and Beulah Cooper. Um, and it was the relationship between Annette and the captain. whose real name was Captain Burgess. Burgess. Now, when I did the interviews at Canada House with Diane, she mentioned him once, she mentioned him 50 times, and every time she did, it made my heart smile. Because she, yeah, she had this intense relationship. No, not fantasy. No, no, they worked very closely together. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. She would, would tell you all about how they worked very closely together, how she was his right-hand man, a, you know, woman, and she was there for him, and he relied on her. And with all the experiences they've encountered in their journeys, just what is it like for the cast members who perform the story of Come From Away night after night? How has being part of this musical changed them? It feels like such a nice thing. It feels like such a gift. Um, and it gets a little bit easier every time. Like, it gets, I trust myself a little bit more. And I trust my perspective. And this show, more than a lot, has... Um, improved me as a performer yeah. and improved my confidence in mm. myself. It's taken off all, any edges I had, they're gone, you know, it's taken off the edges off lots of us and it makes me, I always thought of myself as a kind person and a giving person and I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty empathetic yeah. and um, it makes me um, seek out to be of service as opposed to, oh, if I get an opportunity to be kind, I will be kind. I try to keep my eyes up and I don't. I mean, I fail miserably all the time, but I'm always kind of looking, can I be of service on the subway, in my day, mm -hmm. whatever it is, even just having a conversation with somebody who looks a bit, whatever, when I don't have the energy for it, I don't do it. But I try to be present and be more just present. Mm -hmm. What we get is such a gift. I get paid to do this beautiful story all the time. I think that's, it's funny, I do believe that the whole pay it forward thing has definitely bled into my life. I've, I've like instigated the young roots thing. It just felt like, why wouldn't I do? It? Why can't it's not? It's not much time in my life just to do something really simple. And I changed so many people's lives. We have by just collecting those buckets, standing with the buckets, or making a speech. You know, um, I do think that's been a big impact. And I've because I've instigated it with my children now. So my my kids now have um, 
my especially my oldest because she understands it is they now have they have a, a, like a reward chart thing that we do at the moment and um, one of the rewards is if she is pay it forward and so she has to do three acts of random acts of kindness a day oh, that's at school. It can be really, something really simple, just saying thank you for something they didn't need to say thank you for, or whatever it may be. And if she does it three times a day, she gets a star, and then mm. by the end of the week, she gets you know a treat. Mm. And so she thinks about what she can do now mm. to help someone or just do something really that's random act of kindness. I love that. That's that's been a big part of the show for me, so cool. my kids. So the show has also had a massive impact on both the Genderites and the Come From Aways. Here's the real Beulah Cooper speaking of why those days are so special to her, and Kevin Turf, the gay lumberjack, who reflects on the people of Gander and what we can all do to make a difference. I met Hannah, and her and I are very dear friends to this day. We talk on the phone all the time. We phone each other. I've been to visit her. She's been to visit me. And uh, she never hang up the phone without saying I love you, and vice versa but we become really good friends. She, ha- she had a son who was a fireman, and I had a son in Gander who was also a fireman, and her son was missing. And can you imagine what she went through, knowing her and her husband were in Gander, and uh, her son was a fireman. He wasn't on duty that day, I understand, but she said she knew he would be there. And uh, I, I thought, she needs a friend. It makes me feel very proud to be a, a Ganderite, a Newfoundlander first, and a Ganderite. I feel so proud of what our town done, on, and not only our town, but outlying communities, how they pitched in and helped out on 9-11. It was phenomenal. It's a shame that all of the people in Gander couldn't be recognized uh, because all of them helped out. It's clear that if you grow up and you live and you stay in your little community and you never branch out of it, you don't get to experience other cultures. Now we're all seem to be engaged in these electronic devices that make us feel like we're connected to other people, but when your head is buried in your phone all day long, you can't look up and see the world around you. And so to me, that is what Come From Away reminds us to do is look up and gander, look up at the people around you and talk to them, say hello, you know, a smile, a simple gesture, a small act of kindness, a pay it forward, uh, can, is really what's going to fix our broken world. So there you have it. We hope you've enjoyed meeting more members of the West End cast, the Broadway cast, the Newfoundlanders, and the Come From Aways. Please join us for the next episode, which sadly is our last, when we continue introducing you to even more members of the company and their real counterparts, including two of the musical's most unbelievable characters, the lovebirds, Nick and Diane, and the man who starts the whole show off, Mayor Claude. And you'll also hear more of the true stories behind the events of Come From Away. See you in the final episode of Welcome to the Rock.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.